Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. I'm your host, it. Michelle, and who is here with me? Michelle, it's JD. We did it. We made we it all it. the way through Spooktober. Good job, us, and good job, you, listeners, for listening throughout all of Spooktober. Maybe this is your first episode that you're tuning into, but every day in October, we released an episode. Good job, us. At least one episode. There was one double feature day in there. That was an exhausting day because there was also wrestling that day. It sure was. So uh, did did you keep up with us, guys? I mean, if you actually uh, look at it technically, we also released our, our review of the, uh, the 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 film Sissy on September thirtieth. So we actually did thirty three episodes in thirty two days. Did you listen to all of them? If you did, awesome! Thank you so much. If I you didn't, did. hey, at least you're listening to some of them. We're glad to have you here. Yeah, especially if this is your first one. We picked something really, really scary for Halloween. Oh, man, did we ever. It's so you so guys spooky. probably been noticed, like we, we talked uh, on and off in previous episodes about how we were really uh, looking forward to this particular episode. Uh, and we still are, but man, uh, it, it, there's, there's a whole story here we're going to talk about. <laughs> but uh, Michelle, what's the movie? That we're talking about here on Halloween, October 31st, the big capstone to Spooktober. The movie is called The Scary of 61st. The, uh, you, you heard that correctly. It's called The Scary of 61st. Okay. Yep. Uh, yep. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, look, I'm just going to hit you with a little bit of details here. We're going to read the description of the movie from the Shutter website. Uh, Michelle and I are going to give you our spoiler-free quick thoughts, and then we're going to get into the dissection. Here's the summary as it appears on uh, Shutter: The Scary of 61st, oh, directed by it. Dasha Nekrasova. While out apartment hunting, college pals Noel and Addie stumble upon the deal of a lifetime, a posh duplex on Manhattan's Upper East Side. But soon after moving in, a more sinister picture of the apartment emerges when a mysterious woman arrives and claims the property used to belong to the infamous and recently deceased Jeffrey Epstein, a Shutter exclusive. Michelle. Yeah. Hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts on the scary of 61st, one we've really been looking forward to talk about. Yeah, so uh, this was interesting. You (laughs) had told me... How you felt about this movie, and I did not believe you that I would have as strong of a reaction as I did. Oh. Um, here is the thing. It is kind of a comedy horror. It never really attempts to be horrific. It does get into very horrific things that happen in reality, but it never tries to actually deliver those in a movie form it just kind of talks about those things um it tries to be a comedy and there were a few parts that made me go ha kind of but uh for the most part it's just one of those like 
the comedy is how edgy and shocking it is and that's <laughs> just my not my form of comedy yeah uh this was interesting i have now had to watch it twice um it definitely uh is not my cup of tea i will give it a quarter of a skull <laughs> a quarter skull from michelle on the scary of 61st oh man uh, well, I'll tell you what, guys. Here's my spoiler-free thoughts to go along with Michelle. Michelle, actually, before I go, uh, 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 if I am correct, I'm pretty sure a quarter skull is the lowest rating you have ever given a movie so far uh, in the history of We Watch Shudder. Is that correct? Yes. I would like to say that there have definitely be been somewhere... I was probably too nice to that movie, and this movie has the unfortunate uh, situation where, at this point, I'm feeling a little bit braver about disliking things. Oh, sure, um, yeah. So there is a little bit of that, uh, but yeah, I think that is the lowest I've given anything. I've been very tentative to give less than one, but I feel like this deserves a special place. Yeah, and so, uh, uh, so okay, uh, so here's my spoiler-free thoughts on the scary of 61st. And in order to tell you my spoiler-free thoughts on this, uh, we have to talk just briefly about what uh, people, what different people want to get out of horror movies. Some people, uh, they watch horror movies uh, because they like seeing uh, the, the more dark and aggressive and disturbing and horrifying elements of, of the world and, and existence sort of channeled into... Uh, you know, being used, you know, sort of taking you to the dark and terrible places, but then making you appreciate that you went there and feel like you gained something from going through that experience, right? Uh, that sort of, you know, in a variety of different ways. And then there are some kind of horror movies where they're very much uh, directed uh, at, uh, at being shocking for the sake of being shocking. And uh, those movies are not necessarily my kind of movies. I'm not the biggest fan. I like there to be a little bit more purpose. Uh, but uh, for the most part, uh, I, I just say, you know, it's not my flavor. It, I, I don't really get it. Uh, and then some movies just aspire to be a fucking asshole. And this movie, the impression I took from it, and I, I don't know, maybe you disagree if you're out there in listener land, no, maybe more so than any movie I have seen in my life. The scary of 61st is a fucking asshole. First time ever, <laughs> zero skulls. We'll talk about this one in detail in the spoilers section. This movie sucks. Okay. Well, if you have any intention of seeing this movie before we get into the spoiler section, you're going to want to pause it. Here's the thing. I actually I actually kind of worry that we may have sold how bad this movie is to such a degree that some people might actually go watch it now, and I kind of feel a little guilty about that. Uh, it's not like bad in the way that the room is, where right. it's uh, I mean, fun it to is watch, sort though. of, but in also yeah. very different ways. Yeah, yeah, in different <laughs> ways. So I guess if you want to go see it, Godspeed. Um, yeah. Come back to us when you're done. <laughs> Otherwise, you could probably listen to this and then go watch it afterwards if you wanted to. The, we're gonna spoil it. We are absolutely oh, yeah. gonna spoil oh, it. Yeah. But we that description to. tells you what it's about. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, if you so want to pause right now, 
Okay, All right. Back. So you're back. Maybe you went and watched the scariest 61st. Did you do that? Do you regret it? I bet you do. Uh, Michelle. If you like it, I have questions. Yes. But, uh, I have seen that people do like this movie. <laughs> I just, I really did not. Right. Uh, so uh, a little bit of background on this episode. If you've been listening and paying attention to our, our uh, uh, Spooktober episodes, like I said, you you know we've kind of... Uh, dropped hints here and there that we were super excited uh, uh, to be doing this episode because we thought we were going to have some some really interesting things to say. And we're definitely going to have some fun with this one. But here's the thing, guys. Uh, you should know uh, that uh, this is the first time ever uh, that Michelle and I uh, have had to take a second pass uh, at recording an episode uh, about <laughs> one of these movies. Because the first time we tried to record uh, about this movie, uh, JD was in a bit of a mood and got so <laughs> upset about how much of a fucking asshole this movie is that he went off on a, a rather aggressive and, and severe tear for a lot of time and kind of scared Michelle a little bit, I think. <laughs> and uh, Oh, man. So we're here... Uh, I've, uh, I've recentered myself and we're going to talk about this movie. Um, uh, I definitely have a little bit of ranting. I'm still going to want to do Michelle. So why don't I hand things over to you and let you tell people a little bit sort of if they didn't bother to go watch this pile mm -hmm. of garbage, uh, you know, sort of break down the plot a little further to them, tell them some of your thoughts and then mm -hmm. I'll start to bleed in as we go. Excellent. Uh, it's 9.30 so in the evening. I'm about to take a big slug off this energy drink. That's how excited oh, I am to get into yep. this one. Woo you're Here you're we go. definitely more chipper than you were last time. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, man. Last time we, we finished recording and we went... No one is going to want to listen yeah, to that. that. Movie, so that, that file I don't know does why, not but exist. It was the second time I saw it, right? Because <laughs> yeah, like you mentioned, we've yep. now both seen this movie twice. And the mm -hmm. first time I watched it, I definitely didn't like it. And I thought a lot of the things I do still think about it. But for some reason, that second time I saw it, it just made me so fucking mad. <laughs> and I just kind of, yeah, I, uh, I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, I don't. I don't even feel good about the kind of person that this movie turned me into for just a few <laughs> minutes there. So anyway, you like it? go yeah. ahead. I'm going to set this microphone down. You talk. Okay. Sounds good. So uh, part of what really upsets me about this movie, um, I know that it's trying to be edgy. The edginess does not upset me. It is it feels pointless. It feels like friends who made this so that they could laugh about it and could laugh about people's reactions to it and that they could uh, really get their own, you know, rocks off from seeing people giving it bad reviews. And that just like, what is the point of making a whole ass movie and making me sit through it just because you think it's funny that I'm not going to like it. That is not, obviously I'm not going to like it. You didn't try to make a, a good movie. You didn't try to make anything really worthwhile. Like I said, there were a couple parts that made me laugh, but it was definitely not a good like horror film by any means. So if it was just for the sake of being edgy and getting your enjoyment, then you know what? More power to you, but people aren't going to like this movie. Uh, and I am one of them. Um, the The plot of this movie is essentially that two uh, rich bitches move into a New York apartment 
Uh, and then they find out that the apartment is Jeffrey Epstein's old apartment. And then the one girl gets uh, possessed by one of Jeffrey Epstein's victims, uh, who is a 13-year-old girl. Uh, and then it just kind of devolves. So that is the plot of this, that she yeah. is now possessed by a 13-year-old girl. Here's my problem if I'm giving constructive criticism. I actually would have liked to see a Jeffrey Epstein possession horror movie. I'm not opposed to it. I am one of those people who likes edgy shit. I have seen a Serbian film twice. I have seen Irreversible multiple times. Yeah. I have seen a lot of things at a uh, hundred or whatever, however many days in Sodom, too many. Like I've seen all that and I actively seek that out. Yes. And I, I watched Human Centipede too. Like I am not above edginess at all. Uh, I wish that if they were going to make an edgy horror movie, just fucking go for it. Just go for it. Give me what I want. Instead, it's an adult woman who is possessed by a 13-year-old girl, but doing a baby voice, uh, just go the full nine yards. Say she's four. She's acting four anyway. Go the full nine yards. Be extra edgy. You know, live your best life. Go for it. Uh, but then my problem is that she is a a prepubescent girl who is a Jeffrey Epstein sex victim and she is into it. Yeah. What the that fuck? That is where this breaks. Uh, imagine how horrific it would be if you were suddenly possessed by a sex trafficking victim in general. That would be horrifying. Uh, imagine that she was a woman who was actually obsessed with the UK and there's that. She's plagued by visions. There's so many things like the idea of what Jeffrey Epstein did and all the things encompassing that and yeah of course he didn't kill himself. Like getting into that whole conspiracy right. for real Give it to me. Give me that edgy bullshit. This didn't do it. It just was weird and not fun. And it just, it, it felt very unfulfilling in a way that a lot of things in my life don't. Yeah, I, and uh, I can definitely understand where you're coming from there, because uh, uh, as you and I have talked about many times, uh, and as some of our, our, our listeners probably know, uh, I have no problem whatsoever uh, that Michelle's stomach, uh, admitting rather that Michelle's uh, stomach for horror movies is way more cast iron uh, than mine is. Uh, my line, uh, we, we hit my wall long before uh, we ever hit Michelle's wall. And when I say that, don't get me wrong, like... There, I will even tell you that there are movies, for example, Michelle mentioned a, a Serbian film. Uh, yep. A Serbian <laughs> film was the first movie I've ever seen in my entire life that I regret seeing. I think that's a reprehensible thing, and I have moral questions about everybody involved in the making of it. However, I would also never be the kind of person who would say, no, that's not the kind of thing that should be allowed to exist. Somebody should be punished for doing that. Like... Uh, it's a it's an interesting line, right? The horror world is a world where uh, we're playing in extremes and we're walking edges. And I think you do have to accept that sometimes when you walk those edges, you are going to go too far for some people. And like it, to me, uh, it like even in cases where a movie I think goes further than I was willing for it to, or I was uh, willing to accept. Like, I can still believe or at least see what, like, they were trying to do and want the, like, we, we look back on a movie like 
uh, like The Room that we talked about earlier this year. Tommy Wiseau or the Shutter original? Yeah, uh, which one? Tommy Wiseau or the Shutter original? We, which Alicia one did Cooper. we talk about earlier this year, Michelle? I included both of those in <laughs> yeah, the well, room conversation. You know That's one. why I'm asking. Uh, you know, <laughs> the one where they, they wish for a kid. Oh, spoiler alert on the room if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Uh, you know, the one where they wish for a kid and then he grows up real fast and he fucks his own mom. Uh, you know the one, Michelle. <laughs> uh, Sounds like the Tommy like, Wiseau one. Oh, like hi, Mark. That movie, I was just like, like that's a, the kind of extreme where it's just so extreme and, and so over the top where I was just like, okay, whatever. I can't take it seriously. And this movie kind of gets into that same area, right? It, initially, my problem with some of the places it went was just like, Oh, I get it. You're edgy. You're going to the real gross, disgusting place. Because that's what happens to me with a lot of that stuff. It's not like so repulsive that like it like it makes me wretch and, and turn away. It just turns me off, right? I'm just like, all right, okay, I get it. You're the super edgy guy. Uh, but the more I watched this, the more I was like, I was at least trying to see, like, are they trying to say something here? Like, like, do they at least believe there's, there's like, a bigger point? And in order to do that, I was trying to figure out what the bigger point might be. Uh, because as you've said, like, I, I don't want to get into the nuances of it, but I really, <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. Is there, a, is there a reasonably minded person in the world who doesn't at least think Jeffrey Epstein's death was a little suspicious, <laughs> if not necessarily full-blown assassination, whatever murder? Like, look, I mean, so, like, we're, like, I, I guess, yeah, there might be some people, but those people are nuts, right? And those people also are never going to see this fucking movie. So, like, who are you... <laughs> Like who is that message for, right? And like like who are you trying like and so it's about sorry, I'm getting a little carried away here. Let me take a deep no, breath. No, you're still smiling. You're okay. Let me take Breathe. A deep breath. But so like ultimately <laughs> and I get part of it, right? I've read some interviews because I've tried I really have tried to understand this movie, but the more I try to understand it, the more I keep coming to that conclusion, which is just this movie is a fucking asshole. And it's because ultimately of that thing you said, where this is a movie where uh, somebody in France would be like, oh, it's a provocateur. Uh, like this, <laughs> this is <laughs> literally, uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> this, <laughs> okay. like, Okay, this I is absolutely. Yep. I wasn't either. I don't know where it came from. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is absolutely a movie that I feel you are absolutely right. I feel like this movie wanted people to react the way I reacted the first time we tried to record this episode. And I do feel bad admitting that I did react that way, right? But I feel like this is a movie, like you said, that was made specifically because they wanted to be amused by how upset some people got by this absurd fucking grotesquerie that they put together on this film. And to me, uh, especially then when you tie that in with a real thing that happened, and you know, even though uh, the only names of real people in here are the bad guys, I think some people often forget that that's still... Like, there's attachments there that are problematic, right? And it's just, like, this is a movie that's just like, I'm just gonna, 
walk into the room and show my dick to everybody and I don't give a fuck who thinks it's bad or funny or not. I just like it's just like, I don't want to meet that guy at a bar. I'm so sorry. Like, Between that and your French character, we have a lot of character work going on tonight. Just, I hope those aren't the same person. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie just, uh, like, if this movie uh, was a person, uh, they would be a person I would never, ever, ever want to interact with directly in any way, shape, or form. I would probably feel uncomfortable being in the same room that that person was in. I just... I like and and then ultimately so it's like uh so I, and I started to think about it more in the story right and so these two ladies the the one whose name we never know and and uh, the, the one Noel from uh, the roommates they get all off on this conspiracy thing uh and then at one point one, uh the 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 nameless one is trying to choke herself to death to prove uh, that it's not possible, and she very literally almost fucking kills herself, and she only doesn't die because the other one cuts her loose, and then she's immediately like, see, totally couldn't happen. And then they're investigating all these other buildings, and they realize that the building's uh, numbers uh, on the street are all five numbers apart, like there's a 61 and a 66 and a 71, and literally the entire argument they formulate from that in support of the, as evidence of their grand plan is... Oh, separated by five, separated by five. It's all increments of five. There's five points in a pentagram. Don't you see? It's clearly a conspiracy. Like, what the fuck, man? So they're just these, like, like, uh, like prescription methamphetamine Adderall-addled fucking, uh, like, like kind of bougie fucking rich kid, you know, trust fund kid, whatever, uh, like, so the, I, like, I think the idea was these are supposed to be ridiculous people, but then ultimately they're fucking right. Like, fucking <laughs> what? What? Like the crazy fucking meth head kids who are just like formulating arguments that make no rational sense whatsoever. The point of your movie is they were fucking right. What the, f- what the fuck? I just, I I don't know, Michelle. I just don't know the uh, the only thing I can possibly conclude that makes any sense is exactly like you were saying. This movie just wanted to be a fucking asshole. And okay, you succeeded in that sense in in the spectrum of succeeding at being a real fucking prick. The scariest 61st five skulls in the <laughs> real world out here where all of us people live, zero skulls. Uh, I think part of what obsessed me so much for you, it's partially the content and the fact that they made it as a joke. Yeah, for Danny's me, got it's a lot that... of problem with child molestation <laughs> movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I mean, again, yeah. uh, look, I understand that's a thing that exists in the world and some people are going to choose to venture into that. And I would never say you're not allowed to. I just I have some questions about people who do want to go into that. It's whatever. And this one just... Oh, it's so it's it's so gross too. Like the way they did it, like you said, it's not. It's a lot of fluid. It's not yeah. really, uh, like it's not really like genuine, like like discomfort, horrifying. It's like ugh, gross. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to scrub my skin on the inside when I was done <laughs> watching this movie. It's just fucking, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, you obviously dislike the movie. I think part of what adds to my dislike of it is that 
instead of actually making this edgy film, they made this film that was to laugh at people who didn't like the content of it. Instead of just giving me a fucking edgy film that I am probably the perfect target market for. I want to watch the shit that nobody else wants to see. And I'm also a huge conspiracy theorist. I learned about Bohemian Grove when I it was 2008 <laughs> from my friend Topher who was working the 3 a.m. shift at the gas station. And I made the mistake of going to see my friend Topher. And then Topher went out on a cigarette break that lasted an hour. And he told me all all about Alex Jones and my eyes were wide open. <laughs> so I, I have seen Lady Gaga's music videos. I know the symbolism that's there. Right. I know Ariana Grande is losing her fucking mind because she's being <laughs> controlled. I fucking love MK Ultra. I am the perfect person for this movie. And you wasted it by putting me through a movie that I didn't like so that you could laugh at the other people who didn't like it's, your movie instead of making me a movie. It's, <laughs> just, it's just make uh, it's, a Serbian film, but with Jeffrey Epstein, oh if God, that's what you're no, going to do, no. don't hold back and then laugh at people. <laughs> I just this movie feels like an unfriendly prank that they put out into the world and nobody benefited except for the people who find it great to go read the reviews and then laugh at the people who didn't like it. Right. And yeah, I refuse the... to give them that satisfaction because I would have loved your movie if you had actually done what you set out to do and made a movie. Come yeah, on. It's, this it's is just... our 9-11 is a quote from your movie <laughs> and your movie is my 9-11. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I forgot all about that line. That's my favorite line from the whole thing. This is our 9-11. The Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein suicide cover up for murder is our 9-11. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? I legitimately wrote down so many notes that we're trying to be constructive and here's what drives me fucking crazy and this on top of everything else this is going to tell you what you need to know about this movie at the 25 to 26 minute mark there is uh, a portion where the two girls are just high as balls rambling about all the conspiracy theories and they're running around the apartment and they're like just rambling like oh do you know about this do you know about this blah 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 and it's various different camera shots. One of the shots has a fucking human hair stuck <laughs> in the lower left corner that just flashes in and out, specifically when that camera is used. And I could not watch anything else during the entire rambling moment. And that is what I mean. You didn't have anybody watch the footage back and go, wow, we should probably remove the human hair and maybe reshoot that moment. <laughs> but no, instead, there's a hair in the bottom lower left corner and that the lack of attention to detail from conspiracy theorists i mean come on you guys we are all about the details you figured out there's a five block difference five uh points on a pentagram you made that connection you couldn't fucking shave your camera to get through a full movie <laughs> I gotta make an aside. This five points on a pentagram thing. This fucking irritated me in this movie so goddamn much. Like, this is a perfect example of who these characters in this movie were, right? Like, they're literally standing there talking to another person, explaining how this is like the smoking gun that secures everything. And literally, she just looks her right in the face and she's like, 
61, 66, 71. They're all split by five. Five points in a pentagram. And then she just kind of flops her arms down at her side and just looks her in the face as if to say, how is it not just readily apparent to you that this means everything we're saying is true? It's the most absurd fucking, like, it's a brilliant portrayal of idiot fucking Adderall head conspiracy crazy internet fucking wackos. But is the point, ultimately, is the point of the movie that the crazy fucking meth-head internet conspiracy wackos are right? Like, is that what this movie is trying to say? I don't know. As a uh, woman who is uh, who has bipolar disorder and manic episodes, yes, I 100% believe that I am correct <laughs> during my <laughs> manic episodes. <laughs> this movie feels like my manic episodes, and it is everything I hate about those, where I'm just like, you guys aren't seeing the connections, as I'm running around New York screaming and then <laughs> masturbating on the doorstep of Jeffrey Epstein's home. Right. <laughs> you know, just as my, my normal, usual... Like I'm 13. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just I'm I I don't have words. I am glad that this episode is a lot more lighthearted than the last one, which yeah. uh Woo, you guys. Um that Katie got a little upset about child molestation being exploited for a ridiculous fucking movie like this, which don't get me wrong, is still very much in the back of my head. I'm just much more in control of my emotional state of mind today. I remembered to take my pills earlier this morning and everything's gonna be okay. But this yeah, this movie is just I, I that's what I ultimately came to, and this has ended up being much longer than I thought it was gonna be, uh, but I think for good reason. <laughs> But my ultimate summation is what allowed me to come back into this is what I discovered, what I finally understood is the perfect summary is this movie is a f more than any movie I've ever seen in my life. This movie is just a fucking asshole. <laughs> this movie is our 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, we can't get any better than that. There's probably some business we should wrap things up with here, but we're not even going to bother. Say goodnight, Michelle. Good night, Michelle. <laughs>